the R.E. Garrison Drivers News and Notes Podcast. Welcome one, welcome all, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome back to the Big Top. Welcome to the circus that is R.E. Garrison's Drivers, News, and Notes. This is a podcast to try to share tips on being profitable in the trucking business. Welcome to episode number 20. Today we'll be chatting with Reginald Archer, who is a driving partner here at R.E. Garrison. He is a crown driver and Reginald serves on the R.E. Garrison Drivers Council, where he keeps us up to date with driver's feedback, driver's issues, and advises us on what our drivers are needing. We will also be sharing fuel mileage tips on today's podcast and how you can use the tools provided to make sure you're making the best decisions on your fuel purchases. I challenge each of you to listen to the top 25 tips and see if there's any of them that you've not heard before. We all know the basics of how speed and weight affect fuel mileage, but see if you can pick up on any clues for saving fuel that you haven't thought of before. We'll cover industry news and notes, and we'll get you caught up on all things Drivers News and Notes on the R.E. Garrison Drivers News and Notes Podcast. Do your pre-trip inspection, buckle up, and stay tuned for R.E. Garrison's Drivers News and Notes. All right, welcome back to the podcast, and today I've got a special treat for you. Uh, I've got a guy that does things the right way. Reginald Archer is with us today. Reginald has been with Ari Garrison for a while, and I've got so much respect for this guy. He does things the right way, and uh, before we go any further, I want to welcome him to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Reginald. How you doing? Well, uh, I'm doing great. Thank you. Uh, I know you are because you got a positive attitude about things going on around about you, and I love that about you. Reginald, how long have you been driving a commercial vehicle? I've been driving a commercial vehicle around about uh, almost 25 years now. 25 years? Come October, 25 years. All right, 25 years. How long have you been partnering with Ari Garrison? I've been on Ari Garrison roughly going on uh, about seven years now. Now, you're a member of our, our driver council. You're a, a crown driver for Ari Garrison, which means you do everything the right way. We've, we've got seven criteria that you must meet to be a crown driver. Uh, you were in our very first crown driver class, and you serve on our driver council meeting, uh, giving us ideas, giving us feedback on what we're doing as a company so we can get better. What's your favorite thing about being at Ari Garrison, Reginald? Oh, my favorite thing is that I can do I can get good good communication with my DM, my planner, my load planner. If there's something going wrong, I can call them. They can try to correct it for me. Pretty much everybody is great. They have a great attitude. I mean, I I consider this as home. I I ain't planning on going nowhere else but here. So unless they plan on kicking me out the door when I get a little old age, and other than that, I mean, it's just like home. I mean. I, I can go to anybody's office and sit down and have a talk with them, have a conversation with them, and they won't even 
I won't even be kicked out. They just listen to what I got to say, and we can go from there. Well, we we appreciate you not thinking about going anywhere else. We've we've got uh, we've got plans with you for a long time to come, Reginald. Hey, where, where do you like to run when you're out? Are, are you a north south kind of guy, east west? Uh, where you like to run? Well, when I first the first years when I first started driving, I was an all around guy. But you know, as age started getting in, I'm more like the west now. I, I'm like running out with uh, open land, less traffic I have to deal with. Sometimes the weather can get pretty bad, but it's it's better than going to going to the east where there are a lot of crowded uh, states, uh, places you have to deliver to. So it be in and out, but pretty much west. There's there's definitely some traffic up there. There's there's some revenue to be made up there and there, but there's some traffic to deal with. You like running west. Um, we've we've got lanes for everybody going all directions, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, I I tell you, Reginald, one thing I'd like to talk to you about is about safety. You do things the right way. Uh, you don't qualify to be a crown driver if you're not a safe driver, and you do that the right way. Uh, give, give me an idea of how you start your day. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you start your day with a pre-trip inspection every single day, don't you? Yes, correct. That's that's the first thing you have to do before you even you even get started your day. You have to take the time out, and uh, especially with the weather being hot now, so you really have to pay attention to your pre-trips. So, Reginald, what advice would you give listeners who are thinking about coming over to RE Garrison? Oh, the first thing the advice I give them is if you look for some of a comfort zone and everybody trying to know your, everybody in the office trying to know your name, this is the place to be. I mean, because they they really trying to learn your name. You just not just a truck number or hey guy. Uh, they actually really try to learn who you are to help them. You know, have as a family atmosphere. So you don't really get that at a whole lot of trucking companies. Like I said, I've been at a quite few of them over the going on to 25 years. It's the only one that I know that they actually really call you by your name, not uh, hey driver or I got this for you and I got that. I believe that's one of the best things about RE Garrison. Uh, as, as we get larger, we still keep a family feel around here. We still remember the names of the people who come through orientation. I still remember a t-shirt you wore one day that said that you were a Dallas Cowboys fan. And and I've tried to be friendly with you, even though. Well, yes, I'm I'm, I'm a true diehard Dallas Cowboy fan. Absolutely. I, mean, I want everybody to know that if they feel like they want to come in and uh, be a Dallas Cowboy fan, I will initiate them, them to being a Dallas Cowboy fan. You will invite them in, into the uh, Dallas Cowboy family, won't you? Yeah, I invite them. I, if they need a blurred transfusion, I try to get that to them, too. <laughs> and if they want to be a Cowboys <laughs> fan, they probably do. So, uh but true disclosure, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, so I don't have a whole lot to talk about, right? Uh, There's there, nothing to talk about. I, mean, I know you remind me of that often. You remind me of that often. <laughs> so, Reginald, what was the very first truck you ever drove? Uh, the very first truck I ever drove was a 1978 Volvo. 1978. Man, that seems old school, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. So, So how does that compare with the truck you're in today? Man, I feel like I'm in a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> the trucks have come so far with all the uh, modern comforts. Every modern comfort you would get in in your family's SUV is in that truck you're driving today, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, it's like, like I said, it's like coming from a Volkswagen Beetle and getting into a Cadillac or a Mercedes. <laughs> Whatever choice you have, you're in luxury. What's your favorite place to eat when you're out on the road? Oh, normally, if I'm going to eat somewhere, I like to 
I, I like Dennis a lot. They really have a lot of variety of food. So a lot of time, uh, which right now I'm teaming with my son. So uh, we, we like to stop at Dennis. We do a lot of Dennis. All right, Denny's. That's that's good to hear. I have had uh, this question for several drivers, and I try to keep up with all of the places. And those I haven't eaten at, I uh, I try to visit. So there's things that Miami Dolphins fans and Cowboys fans have in common, right? Got to be, but we still don't like each other. We we're not getting along. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't don't don't. We're not we're not family now. You make it sound like we're not friendly. <laughs> hey, uh, tell tell the listeners of our podcast. Uh, Something that would surprise them to know about you, Reginald? Um, when I first started at the age of fourteen, I was a, I used to, I worked at a milk there. I was a milk, milk, I milk cow. Milk cows at the age and, of fourteen, man, that'll teach you work ethic really quick, won't it? Oh yeah. No, no days off when you're working on a dairy, is there? No, it's it's seven days a week, two times, twice a day. You milk twice a day. They gotta be you. You gotta be there right at time when they. Let out, and three, two or three, uh, three, four hours later, you're back in, doing it again. So it's seven days a week, at least eight hours a day job. So, Reginald, one thing I try to ask everybody before I, I let them off the podcast, uh, you're, a, you're a young man. I'm glad that you're, you're teaming with your son. You're, you're uh, building the future of our industry by working with him, teaching him the tricks of the trade. Uh, you're a young man, but one of these days you're going to hang up your keys for the last time. You'll retire from our industry. How do you want to be remembered? Uh, I want to be remembered as one of the safest drivers out there. I'm willing to help anybody that, you know, when I see somebody down uh, at a customer, they came back in, they have a hard time backing in. I'm willing to help them, you know, just trying to be cautious to everybody to make sure we are all, because the thing about being in the truck industry whether we want to know it or not, we all we all family. Whether you work for a different company, but we family. So we try. I try to maintain that loyalty as family, where we try to help each other out. And that's how I want to know. Man, that is an awesome legacy to live. We've got people retiring out of our industry every day. Um, some some. Uh, uh, retiring out because of medical reasons. Some retiring out because they've saved up and it's time to retire. Uh, but we've got to be bringing these new people into our industry. We've got to teach them the correct way uh, to drive and be safe and to be compliant uh, so that they get home safely to their families. And I appreciate you taking time to do that. You're doing that within your family, but you're also doing it in the family that uh, that we call the transportation industry. So thank you so yeah. much for what you do. Hey, I appreciate you taking time out of your day today to talk to us on the podcast. Tell us a little bit about your time here at RE Garrison and about your thoughts on our industry and your thoughts on safety and doing pre-trip inspections. We appreciate you taking time to visit with us today, and I hope you have a great day. It's it's a pleasure to call you a friend. It's a pleasure to call you a family member here at Ari Garrison. It's a pleasure to have you in the Crown Driver Program and also as a driver council member here at Ari Garrison. Reginald, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you, too, and everybody have a great day. It's time for Ari Garrison News. Truckers largely oppose side underride guard proposed rule. A proposal to require side underride guards on heavy trucks is not ready for prime time. At the first round of written comments closed on July 20th, the advance notice of proposed rulemaking 
it became very clear that truckers believe the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration must conduct more research, data collection, and real-world testing to convince the industry that a regulatory side underride mandate is a good idea or if the costs are even worth the benefits. About 2,000 parties filed comments on the proposal ranging from trucking companies, trailer manufacturers, owner-operator trade groups, bicycle riders, and nonprofits. The ATA said, the ATA believes that efforts to decrease and eliminate side underride crashes should be focused on preventing the crash from occurring in the first place. After much contention and a lot of press coverage, strikes have been avoided. UPS and Teamsters have reached an agreement at the 11th hour to avoid a pending strike, and the Teamsters have also reached an agreement with Yellow Freight and Holland, both operating under the YRC banner, after their recent agreement on a benefit package. And in energy news, average U.S. diesel prices are up 10 cents per gallon from this time a week ago, according to data from the Energy Information Administration. And in RE Garrison news, members of the team recently met with other companies at the TCA Refrigerated Conference where we shared information to make us all better. RE Garrison and member companies with the TCA believe a rising tide rises all ships. Also, Bodie's Transport, under the umbrella of RE Garrison family of companies, announced opening positions for diesel techs at the Jackson, Georgia terminal. You can work for an employee-owned company with competitive wages, generous PTO, 401k, medical, dental, vision, and life insurance. We also offer tuition reimbursement. Call today and put your name in the hat and join a growing team. And that's it for R.E. Garrison News. Welcome back to R.E. Garrison's Drivers News and Notes. It has always been a stated goal of this podcast to share ideas, processes, and procedures to help drivers be better businessmen and women, to share methods that uh, other successful drivers are implementing to help them in managing their day-to-day business. Managing your fuel consumption and fuel spending is key to being successful as an independent contractor. Over the past two years, this has become even a bigger part of managing your business. Fuel is by far the highest cost of doing business, and at one time, within the last two years, fuel was costing more than every other cost of business combined. It's dropped slightly over the last four to six months, but it's a lot higher than it was two years ago. With that being said, we need to be constantly evaluating our business model and how we spend our money for our highest cost of doing business. If I told you that you could get an extra $10,000 this year if you just started controlling your fuel cost, would you get excited about that? The money is there. It's on the table. And as businessmen and women, we need to be aware of just exactly where that money's going. It's simple to swipe a card and keep going. But remember, that card represents real money. When dealing with cash, we'll walk across town to save $2. But when swiping that card, often we don't even give it a second thought. 
We need to use our ComData Fleet Advance app to find the cheapest fuel available. It doesn't matter what the sign says. It doesn't matter what the pump meter says. We're paying a discounted price, and you need to know what that discounted price is to make an informed decision on where you purchase fuel. If you haven't downloaded the app, you're throwing money away. If you have downloaded that app and you've quit using it, you're still throwing money away. In this economy, the number one way of making money is to save money. Once you decide where you're getting your fuel, you need to start controlling how long you're going to have that fuel. A long time ago, as an owner-operator living in the get-there-faster, get-the-next-load days, we were getting about five miles to the gallon if we were lucky. Once I started to make a game out of seeing how little money I could operate on, I started to see immediate results. It started when I would get to the same fuel stops I had been using, and instead of coasting in on fumes, I still had a quarter of tank of fuel. So when I filled up, instead of 150 gallons, I was maybe getting 110 or 115 gallons. Then I realized I could go further on a tank, which got me to a cheaper fuel stop where I was saving even more money. How do you control how much fuel you're consuming? I'm glad you asked. Here are the top 25 ways for drivers to improve Fuel efficiency. Improving your fuel efficiency by just one mile per gallon can save you over $10,000 per year. Luckily for you, there are many simple ways to improve your fuel economy. Here's a top 25 ways that you can improve fuel efficiency. First, minimize your cruise speed. This may seem obvious, but going faster means you're burning more fuel. Every one mile per hour increase in speed results in a decrease in fuel economy by 0.14 miles per gallon. Number two, manage your cruise RPMs. Managing the speed of your engine is also important in maximizing fuel efficiency. Find the sweet spot, which is the most efficient RPM to run your engine. Every engine manufacturer is different, and you need to find out exactly how to be efficient in your truck. Number three, use the lowest cost stations. An easy way to save money on fuel is to fill up its stations with the lowest net cost, meaning you need to check your app and see exactly where you're buying the fuel the cheapest. Plan your route by seeing what regions have the lowest net cost and plan your stops there. Number four, take the shortest route. There are often many ways to get to the same destination. Take a route that requires the least amount of driving in order to use the least amount of fuel. Number five, avoid unnecessary driving. If you're going to stop for fuel, you might as well use the restroom and purchase items you need in order to avoid going out of your way to make another stop in just a couple of hours. Avoid needless starts and stops en route. Number six, avoid unnecessary items. The more weight that is in your truck, the more it has to work to move down the highway. Your truck already carries thousands of pounds. Don't make it carry any more than it has to. Here's a clean out tip. Go through your truck and if you haven't used it lately, take it out of the truck. If you're not going to need it regularly, don't tote it around and allow it to weigh you down. Number seven, monitor your tire pressure. Underinflated tires decrease your fuel economy. For every one PSI drop in your pressure, your fuel mileage can be reduced by 0.3%. Number eight, minimize idling. Only idle your truck when absolutely necessary. One hour idling 
equates to about one gallon of fuel. Number nine, don't overfill the tank. When fuel is heated, it will begin to expand, which means it will fill your tank to capacity and expanded fuel can cause the tank to overflow and waste money. Number 10, be moderate with braking. Braking is a necessary part of driving. However, every time you slow down from braking, it takes more fuel to get back up to speed. Leave more distance between you and the vehicle you are following. This can reduce braking and save fuel. Not to mention, it's a lot safer to have a greater following distance. Number 11, stay in a higher gear. Driving in the highest possible gear is a good way to help maximize fuel efficiency. Traveling at faster rates in lower gears can consume 45% more fuel than is needed. Number 12, keep your load height low. The more evenly distributed your load is in the trailer, the less effort your truck will need to get moving. Number 13, use your momentum. Your foot doesn't always need to be on the gas pedal burning fuel. If you see a hill coming up, use the downhill portion of the hill to build speed, keeping safety and the speed limit in mind, and use that momentum to get yourself on the other side. Number 14, minimize air conditioning. Every time you use AC, you are increasing fuel consumption by 0.2 to 0.4 miles per gallon. Sometimes this can be unavoidable, but when you can, just crack the window. Number 15, Check vehicle alignment. Another important factor to keep the best possible fuel efficiency is to make sure your tires are pointed straight down the road. A tire that is even a quarter of a degree from perfectly straight will travel 10 to 15 feet sideways for every mile you run. Number 16. Inspect the fan. Your engine fan will typically run 5 to 7% of the time your engine is on, but will run much more frequently if there is a problem with it. This affects fuel efficiency because the more your fan runs, the more horsepower your truck uses. Number 17. Use your cruise control. When you're able to, use cruise control. Cruise control can limit unnecessary acceleration and deceleration and can actually save you up to 6% in the consumption of fuel on the road. Number 18, check battery cables. Check your clean battery cables anytime you're getting an engine checkup. If your battery cables are corroded, it causes the alternator to work harder. Number 19, monitor aerodynamics. Be mindful of things you're putting on your truck. Everything that catches wind is affecting aerodynamics and affecting your fuel mileage. Number 20, learn from experts. There are drivers out there who specialize in fuel efficiency and aerodynamics. Don't be afraid to look up their videos and read their articles and listen to what they have to say. Number 21, understand your truck. As you know, the technology of trucks has advanced greatly over the years. Make sure to understand your truck inside and out and are taking advantage of all the technology on your truck that will help you in fuel efficiency. Go to Freightliner's Smart Source app and put the last six numbers of your VIN in the app and see how your truck is designed to be driven. Number 22, plan your trip. Aside from just taking the shortest route, plan out when you're going to be to certain places on your trip and where you're going to fill up. If possible, avoid driving through places at times that you know will have a lot of traffic and fill up in places where the net price will be the lowest. Number 23, track your numbers. Make sure to keep a record of your fuel mileage daily, weekly, or monthly. 
This way, you will be able to see how you're improving over time and if the changes you are making are working. Number 24, be open to changing your driving habits. It can be hard to make changes if you've been doing it for the same way for a long time. However, you can start by making small changes, and once you see how these changes are improving fuel mileage, you'll be more likely to keep the changes up over time. Number 25, lastly, one of the best ways to improve fuel efficiency is to make it a priority. Keep this list in mind and think about things that you can do while driving down the road. Soon you'll be maximizing your fuel efficiency without even realizing it. Operating a successful business can be a lot of work. When you operate a successful business, it can be rewarding in many ways. Not just the money, which is extremely important with any business, but it's also extremely rewarding in that it lets you realize the goals you set when you started your business. I hope you didn't come to Ari Garrison hoping to be successful. Hope is a wonderful emotion, but a terrible business plan of action. You came to Ari Garrison because you're betting on yourself to be successful. Our goal is to give you all the tools to be successful, and then you can make an informed decision for your business. It is working for too many people for it to just be luck. It's working for too many people for it not to work for you. If you need help realizing your goal, reach out to your driver manager and they will get you in touch with your driver profitability group and let's discuss where you're getting your information and how you're using that information to make an informed decision. As a contractor, you need to make decisions every day. Make sure you're making informed decisions about your future. Thanks again for joining us on R.E. Garrison's Driver's News and Notes. You are now caught up on all things Driver's News and Notes, and we hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. A special thanks to Reginald Archer for spending a few minutes with us today. We appreciate him taking time to tell us about his time at R.E. Garrison and how he operates a successful business. I hope everyone picked up on a couple of new things to work on regarding fuel mileage. I'm sure the list was just a reminder in some respects, but hopefully something we discussed will prompt you to try to save more fuel in the future. As basic as it sounds, the more fuel you save today, the less you will need to buy tomorrow. We hope you'll take time to share this podcast with friends and family members who may benefit from knowing what's going on at RE Garrison. Thanks for listening to the RE Garrison Drivers News and Notes Podcast. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you get notified when a new podcast is published. Also remember to share a link to your friends and to your family members so they can keep up with what's going on at RE Garrison. Today's podcast has been brought to you by RE Garrison Trucking Incorporated. For more information about RE Garrison and its affiliates, call 800-643-3472 or go to regarrison.com.